0: Grace and peace to you, Bloom, welcome to our guided liturgy podcast, where we go through a liturgy of confession, prayer, scripture, and song. Our hope is that you would be drawn into the reality of resurrection in this Easter season, that you would feel and experience the presence of Christ with you as you join us in this liturgy. Tonight, for our scripture meditation, we're going to focus on the reading from 1 John and invite the community into a meditation instead of a discussion over the passage. Partly that's because the power went out in our building and we just now got it back, which is probably why you can hear the rain outside. Uh, but also it's it's a good change and slow guided scripture meditation is often more insightful and more inspiring than our take on it. So we'll try it this week and we'll see what response we get. Our prayer for you, is that this would be a time and a space of peace and the knowledge that you are truly loved. Good to have you with us.
1: Plume, let's join with the church worldwide in praying the prayer of the day. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life, grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that we may steadfastly follow His steps in a way that leads to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.
2: In baptism we died with Christ, so that as Christ was raised from the dead, we might walk in newness of life. Let us receive new life in Him as we confess our sins in penitence and faith. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy.
1: Lord, have mercy.
2: Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with the living bread. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
3: May our lives grow to look like your kingdom in everything we me Okay.
1: Here, a reading from Psalm 22. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help.
4: I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you.
1: The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy.
4: The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to Him. All the families of the nations will bow down before Him.
1: For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations.
4: Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before Him, all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust.
1: Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
4: Hear a reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 15. I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and He prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I You may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Thanks Thanks be be to God.
0: God. Hear the words from John to the church. Dear friends, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends in Christ, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in Him, and He in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our eyes and now testify that the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in His love. God is love. And all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face Him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, It is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow brothers and sisters. The word of the Lord.
3: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
0: Bloom, you're invited in this time to let the words that you just heard speak to you. To invite the presence and the guiding of the Spirit. be illuminated, inspired by Christ, to see what love looks like fully and beautifully. Come Holy Spirit. I'm going to read the conclusion of this passage one more time as it speaks about the love of God. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love. We love each other because He loved us first. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And He has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow brothers and sisters. The Word of the Lord.
3: Thanks
0: be to God. Bloom, you're invited to hold whatever thought, whatever image, whatever prayer comes up in your mind and in your heart, and allow Christ to hold that with you, to teach you, to speak to you, to lead you into all truth and into all love. Before we move on to the prayers, I wanted to invite those in this room to share any thought, any picture, any prayer, place of repentance that was revealed to you in the reading. Those of you listening at home, it's no offense to us if you forward this and keep on with your own experience with the verse.
4: You read verse 17 that says, as we live in in God, our love grows more perfect and it just resonated with me just feeling invited into confessing how often I assume this is going to be my own doing or um, as a result of me putting my mind to something or just even agreeing to it that that should be enough or would be enough or that I it's possible for me to do this on my own and um, and yet that so ties into the gospel reading that we heard about remaining and um, and just again being reminded that this only happens through remaining, living in, in God is what allows our love to grow more perfect and it's convicting and encouraging for me at the same time, just wanting to to surrender that, I don't know if it's an independent spirit or or what, but to, to really acknowledge where my heart is and when my heart is set on God and, and what it looks like to to be remaining and to to lean into Him and to be drawing from Him so that my love can be made perfect, not just because I am told to and it's the right thing to do or not just because I set my mind to it, but that it's really an overflow of his spirit in me and his work in me and his love in me, that I'm, that's the only way I'm able to do this. <laughs> this is not a, on my own. So um, it was just, yeah, it was really powerful for me to, to hear that part.
1: I think for me, the first half of the passage in verse 12, where it says, if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is brought to a full expression in us. I've never heard it translated that way, even though I'm pretty sure I've read this in NLT translation many times. But for some reason, it just struck me today as we read it. I think mainly because it's. I feel like this is kind of how God is opening my eyes over this past year or so of seeing Christ in everything and everyone. And here it's very explicit that we see God through how we love each other. So it's just a beautiful thing that I want, I want more of.
2: I was actually struck by the same passage and a little bit further than um, Taryn, but mine is coming out of a place of being really tired from my striving, because <laughs> I'll just call it what it is. And I do think I have this kind of constant fear of not being enough and not being good enough to be in heaven, um, feeling really aware of my personhood. And I, I feel similarly, sad. Like I feel, I'm like, I'm sure I've read this before. But the part where it says, and we live in God, and as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. But we can face him with confidence, because we live like Jesus here in this world. And it was just very comforting to me.
0: I think um, being in a season where I'm around kids a lot, kids of my own making, um, three kids at home, running around being kids of, um, I feel like my heart is attentive to any time scripture uses the word child or children. And it really was a softening grace to hear anyone who loves as a child of God and knows God. I think it's so unifying as a human family that when you see love expressed through a life, that that's enough. That that life, that person not only knows God, but is a child of God. I feel like in a world so wrought with division and And distinction and even sadly the church just to be sitting here as the rain's coming down being quiet with scripture and to hear that spoken over creation over humanity that if you love you are my child that you know me says the creator just find it really comforting
2: Please join me for the prayers. For the peace that comes from God alone, for the unity of all peoples, and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For our city, for our neighbors and our friends, let us pray to the Lord. For the good earth which God has given us, and for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. For the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, for the sick and suffering, and for all in any need, let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, For prisoners and captives and for all who remember and care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Rejoicing in the communion of the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to God.